Let justice roll down like water, righteousness like a mighty stream for our grandsons and granddaughters. Remember to remember the dream. Welcome to Songs and Stories from Home as we continue to remember the dream. This week, Fannie Lou Hamer. This week, the third week of August in 2020, Kamala Harris, a woman of color, will be nominated at the Democratic National Convention to become Vice President of the United States. It's a significant step, both substantively and symbolically. 56 years ago, the Mississippi Democratic Freedom Party sent delegates to represent their state at the Democratic National Convention in Atlantic City. The Civil Rights Act had become reality a month earlier. The Voting Rights Act, still a year away from becoming the law of the land. And ultimately, the Democratic Freedom Party delegates were not recognized, and an all-white delegation was seated instead. But not before representatives of the Freedom Party had stated their case before the Credentials Committee and on national television. Among those who spoke, Fannie Lou Hamer, who shared her moving and evocative life story as a sharecropper on a cotton plantation in the Mississippi Delta and the brutal retaliation inflicted on her and others who had the audacity to want to register to vote. Fannie Lou Hamer died in 1977 at 59. She and her husband, Pap, are buried in a garden spot in Ruleville, Mississippi, on some land they acquired to create what she called a freedom farm, making vegetables grown on the site available to neighbors for an annual fee of a dollar. Her struggle for freedom, for dignity, for equality, for all citizens to have the right to vote and access to voting continued until the day she died. She would rightfully be appalled to think that the current president who himself votes by mail is suppressing the vote and making voting more dangerous by starving the Postal Service during this time of the pandemic. Yes, this week a woman of color is nominated to be the Vice President of the United States. We've come so far, but only so far. Let justice roll down like water, righteousness like a mighty stream for our grandsons and granddaughters. Remember to remember the The summer of 1964 also introduced the country to Fannie Lou Hamer. The story goes that someone knocked on the door of the sharecropper's cabin she lived in with her husband, Pap, inviting her to join a group who were hoping to register to vote. She said, I'll be right there. They were beaten and jailed for their efforts. And eventually she became one of the faces and the voices of the Mississippi Freedom Democratic Party trying to represent their state at the 1964 Democratic National Convention. And while lacking a formal education, she was so naturally charismatic that when Lyndon Johnson heard she was holding a press conference, he quickly scheduled one of his own 
for the same time, hoping no one would pay attention to hers. Of course, it only made people more interested. They were not disappointed. One of the more revitalizing stops on the pilgrimage was visiting the park-like resting place of Fannie Lou Hamer and her beloved Pap in Rulesville, Mississippi. There's a statue of her there holding a microphone, depicting her as if singing in full voice, inspiring those who visit to do the same. So we did. Students, adults, side by side, arm in arm, Fannie Lou watching over us. In between songs, Bob Zellner had a story. This one about Fannie Lou being invited to meet the Queen of England. The night before the meeting, Fannie Lou was being taught to curtsy, being, tour, being tutored to say, nice to meet you, your eminence. I'm not calling anyone your enema. <laughs> Bob gleefully promised that that was what Fannie, Lay, Fannie Lou's response. Before turning in, the host asked Fannie Lou if she wanted anything. Peanut butter sandwich would be nice. A full jar of peanut butter appeared and a sandwich was created. And the next night after meeting with the queen, successfully, with or without the enema, <laughs> the hosts again asked if Fannie Lou wanted anything. Her reply was the same as the night before. After searching, there was no peanut butter to be found. Only an empty jar. The host baffled until Fannie Lou explained, I'm sorry, but... Last night, I helped myself to more. I wanted to know what it felt like for the first time in my life to have all of something I wanted. One of her most famous quotes is inscribed on her tombstone, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. She believed in the righteousness of the cause, saying, when I die, I want to fall five feet two inches. I want to fall forward, so I'm five feet two inches closer to freedom. She would often begin to sing this song to renew her spirits, as well as those around her. Well, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine. I'm gonna let it shine, this little light of mine. I'm gonna let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. 